0: Everybody, and welcome to episode ten of the Syn Essential Podcast. My name is John Gilpatrick and joining me is Sarah Gore. Sarah, what's going on?
1: Not a whole lot. I'm just sitting here in my ball gown that I'm wearing for
0: our special
1: episode today.
0: <laughs> my mom always asks me before the Oscars, she says, Who are you wearing? And I'm usually in old navy or something like that. So who, who Grow are you? animals? <laughs> Aaron Pinkston, how are you? <laughs> uh,
2: I'm doing good. Uh, what are you wearing? We're doing a little, something a little different here today, uh, so I, I, you know, I, I'm not prepared with a some sort of witty quip as I usually try to be. So, uh, just uh, going to be loose and uh, just, just rolling loose today. He's so wearing you... 17 top hats, though.
0: <laughs> uh, we still have a little bit of time to pick out our uh, designer tuxes, Aaron, and your designer gown, Sarah. Um, We are going to talk about the Oscars this week uh, in a little bit of a change of pace from our normal podcast schedule and um, just kind of run down some of the major categories and our hopes for the show, make some predictions, and uh, laugh at how wrong we were in a few days. Um, You should be listening to this a few days before the ceremony. um, And uh, we'll, uh, in our next episode, uh, in a few weeks, maybe recap what we thought and uh, you can... uh, like I said, we can laugh at each other then, but um, until then, we're in the dark. It's all expectations and hopes and dreams, and uh, let's just jump right into it. Best Picture. Um, we've got nine films nominated this year. Uh, I think it's usually nine, I think it's been nine or eight ever since they went to this weird nebulous. They've done mess. ten before, I think. Oh, sure, they have, Has but it? ever, ever, done ten. ever yeah. since it's been the, well, it could be anything from five to ten, it's always been either eight or nine. Um, which yeah. Is- of interesting um anyway the films nominated this year are arrival fences Hacksaw ridge hell or high water hidden figures lots of h movies uh la mm-hmm. la land lion some some l's and then some m's in manchester by the Sea and moonlight <laughs> <laughs> i do love it's an, al- it's an
2: alphabetical <laughs> <show>. <laughs> they, they've excised half of the al- more than half of the alphabet just yeah. just focused on a few particular letters it made it easier for the voters i mean
0: Mm-hmm. You, know, they like you can't
2: you can't see everything, so you might as well just stick with movies that start with H and M. I mean, why not?
0: <laughs> That's who you're wearing, Aaron, H and M. Yeah, okay. Um, this segment so- is not brought to you by H and M. But if you if No it, one
2: can prove that.
0: If they'd like it to be, then uh call us. Um so uh Sarah, let's start with you general impressions on this lineup of films as a best picture lineup are you do you think it's good do you think it's it's representative of the year that was and then maybe uh what are some of your favorites and then what do you think is going to win
2: so
1: to my absolute delight um i actually saw three of the nominees in a single day on saturday because i was at the first part of the oscar showcase Um, which means I've seen most, most of the nominees now, and I am surprised at actually how strong this category is. Yeah. I, I mean, often I'm pretty disappointed with what they pick out. There's maybe like one or two things that I actually think deserve to be up there. And then a bunch of stuff that I'm like, well, that's all Oscar bait, you know, nonsense that I don't care about. (laughs) Uh, but I really like almost everything that's nominated. Like, I really liked Arrival. I really liked Fences. I really like Hell or High Water. I really like Manchester by the Sea. I love Moonlight. Uh, I was just like, that's pretty damn good. <laughs>
0: that's not half bad. Yeah. If, yeah. if you're, you've got those five movies that you feel really strongly about, then I think you're uh, you're looking at a, a pretty good year and uh, and a good job by the uh, Oscar voters. Um yeah, you...
1: in a shocking twist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. i doing a good job.
0: Now, uh, I... I... Go ahead.
1: Okay, sorry. Um, I think the conversation that we're really going to have is this one that we already kind of, you know, touched on a little bit, where I think it's La La Land or Moonlight. Uh-huh. And I think the one that I want, because uh, I think it's the correct answer, is Moonlight. Uh, and I think what might win is La La Land. Okay. Uh, cause La La Land has more of that award show, uh, like train chugging full steam ahead uh that seems to be where everybody is i mean at the golden globes they can kind of split it up and you know give a nod here or there to some of these other movies uh but it just it just seems that that's where all of the forces behind la la land and i'm going to be pretty mad when it wins
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we did, of course, talk about La La Land uh, in depth on an episode uh, earlier this year. Um, so, uh, yeah, Aaron, what do you think? Uh, is it La La Land's to lose? I mean, it's got 14 nominations, mm-hmm. which uh, is a tie for the most ever by a single film. That seems like maybe tough to beat, right?
2: Yeah, well, it's it's one of those things where it's
0: it's obviously, I think, the
2: easiest prediction to make would be, Lava Land. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, there there have been surprises in the Best Picture category. I mean, there are obviously a few uh, very um, famous ones, such as Crash winning over Brokeback Mountain when everyone thought Brokeback Mountain was going to win. Uh, I remember a few years ago, Argo was... It sort of was an early favorite to win... Um, but then weird nomination things happened. Like Ben Affleck wasn't nominated for Best Director. So people kind of thought, well, you know, maybe it's, it's going to be something else. I don't remember what else was nominated that year, but then Argo did end up winning. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's, I guess it's possible that it could be something other than La La Land. Moonlight, as, as Sarah pointed to, is the most obvious sort of second. Uh, second best chance uh to to win. And I, I know during our, our discussion of in the La La Land episode, we talked a little bit about uh the Oscars, I think, at the end of that episode. Um, and I had said that, you know, I, I think that La La Land is gonna win, but it's possible, you know, with uh, if if the Academy is going to be uh, have this sort, sort of heightened sense uh, given the, the Oscar so white controversy from last year that that might give Moonlight a little bit of push in some voters minds um, you know whether it's subconscious or not uh, I don't know if they just kind of want to throw a bone to something. I'm not sure. But I, I think that that's probably not going to happen. Uh, I think it, I I don't know if La La Land is going to be the broad sweep across the nominations that a lot of people think, but I think that's pictures. So
1: they actually like, that's a good point because uh, I mean, if they continue with the trend of more recent years, they haven't been allowing films to do that really anymore. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, we all remember, well, not we all, but I watched the the year um, Lord of the Rings Return of the King was nominated, and it just won everything, even though it was a lot of technical awards, it just won basically everything. Everything it was nominated for. And it just one, kept yeah. getting called, and it kept getting called, and I feel like they've had a lot of movies, maybe not as many as uh, La La Land getting 14, but like a lot of no- movies getting nominated a lot of times, and then only winning... You know, a couple here, a couple there, and kind of splitting it up. And last year, I believe they split up the Best Picture and Best Director, didn't they?
0: Yeah. Uh, missing like a number of years, they've done that recently. Last yeah, year, they did right uh, with uh, Spotlight won Best Picture, and then InuRiTi yeah. won for The Revenant, and a, uh, you had uh, a number ben of Bad Max years won with, a, I won think won one maybe the runs. most, but, yeah, right, but didn't win any a, of the major ones. Twelve Years a Slave won Best Picture, and then Alfonso Caron, won for Gravity yeah uh, obviously the Ben Affleck year was a split because it had to be. So, um,
2: yeah, so
0: yeah it, it's been fairly, uh, it's been trending in that direction.
2: Yeah, and I don't know if that might just be because of how the awards are voted on. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody votes for Best Picture, everyone in the Academy. But uh, some of the other awards, they're only voted on by particular groups at the Academy. So I don't know if, if that has any sort of effect on that. Whereas you know, if if it's the same body voting for every award, you know, if their favorite movie was La La Land, they're probably going to vote for La La Land for most of the awards. Right. Uh, so I don't know if I don't know if that that has something to do with it, or you know, if it's just people actually really take this stuff seriously mm-hmm. and think about the individual things that things are are nominated for, uh, and, and not just the picture on the whole. I, I'm not sure, but. Uh, You know, I wouldn't I would totally be surprised if La La Land won like 10 awards. Um, But I guess my I'm guessing maybe it's just my preference is that it'll be a little bit more split. And I guess we'll get into that as we go along here. Yeah, I
1: mean, this this might segue into our next uh, topic. But my 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 satisfactory dream where I think is a little more realistic is that okay, fine, La La Land wins best picture, whatever. I want Barry Jenkins for Moonlight for best director. Like, I just, I need that. I really need it (laughs) in my life. (laughs) uh, And like a little bit of interesting uh, way to think about it with context or whatever, um, was I was reading some stuff about it and somebody posited um, the theory that even if Moonlight did did win for best picture it's the producers of the movie that would get that award which means tech, and in this instance a bunch of white people would get the award for black art <laughs> yeah. which would kind of suck i mean i still want the movie to like do well but like that that is a little bit sad when there's so much like so just like a huge african-american presence in like the cast and like the creation of this beautiful piece of art that i would really like to see like some recognition go that way um, but I also think Barry Jenkins has a pretty good chance with Best Director, if we want to talk about, um, John, like, what, what were you hoping for over um, there?
0: So, yeah, we can talk about uh, Best Picture, Best Director for me in tandem, and uh, and the fact that I'm, uh, I guess, going against the popular critical grain, and along with the sort of seemingly preferred choice of the Academy, or at least what uh, many and myself are expecting, which is a Laland La kind of sweep. Um, because of all the films nominated, it, it is my favorite. Um, I mean, I'm definitely with Sarah in that, um, everything I've seen, at most of what I've seen, uh, of sort of these, uh, best picture nominees, I'm a fan of, um, La Land, Moonlight, Manchester, all really fantastic. Arrival, I love. Um, I think Hell or High Water is a, a good movie. Um, I saw, I watched, uh, half of Hacksaw Ridge. I fell asleep during it last night uh, so so you saw
2: the, the not as good half
0: <laughs> oh see i thought it was like i thought i enjoyed what i watched so far but it did well, sleep. so i don't know what to say about that um but uh, back but, to but john sort of, were
1: you gonna say who your uh, fave for best director was
0: yeah my favorite is damon chazelle um
1: i oh, so oh he's your pick for
0: both He's my pick for both. Uh, he's my preferred pick for both, and my actual prediction for both. I think it's going to end up being a sweep, and we had like I, I hear everything you guys are saying about that, and that we haven't had one in a long time. I thought about that, but I also went back and I kind of looked at those years, and I I think that they're un- this year. Maybe this is the unique year wherein mm-hmm. you don't have like a really big. Amazing sort of visual hit. Uh, you don't have a movie like a Mad Max or a Gravity yeah. or an Avatar or whatever that is going to sweep all the technical categories and kind of leave um, you know Best Picture to something else that that is is visually interesting but not magnificent. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think you have that big. Uh, crazy, magnificent movie that you've had in years past and so you end up with a lot of smaller movies nominated, which I love. I think this is a phenomenal lineup. But I think it leaves the door open for something like La La Land to come in and just kind of clean house. And I think the closest comp you have in recent years is uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Um, And if you go back and look at that year you had its fellow nominees were Milk and Doubt and Frost Nixon, and mm-hmm. The Reader, and, like, all these kind of small, independent-minded type movies that uh, were, you know, either good or not so good, whatever you think, uh, but Slumdog Millionaire was more interesting than that, and more visually playful, and more uh, playful in terms of sound and editing, and so it kind of came in, I think it was nominated for 10 or 11 at 1, 8 or 9 and mm-hmm. um, I, I think we're looking at probably a year like that where La La Land wins nine awards, ten awards of the 14 it's up for, but um, I'm, I'm willing to be proven wrong. I, you know, like I said, it's my favorite I movie. I hope
1: you're proven wrong. Yeah, it's my
0: favorite movie of the bunch, and I think that Damien Chazelle did a great job directing and pulling it all together, but uh, I'd also love to see somebody else acknowledged and, and have two films kind of, Win the day if it's a Moonlight or a Manchester, that'd be fine with me too. I mean, do you, anything like any other films up here in Best Picture, Best Director that you guys want to talk about? Just give a shout out to that you really liked it or or what the hell is yeah, doing can here?
1: I, can I give a little hat tip to Fences? Yeah. Uh, so I don't have a particularly successful run with my opinion of uh movies based on extremely successful plays. Okay. I did not like. August Osage County. I did oh, not think that that was a garbage. good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that play is, fan- it's written by one of my favorite playwrights. That's I working know, right yeah. now. It's supposed to be fantastic. It's a Pulitzer prize winner. I did not like doubt. I thought doubt was kind of boring as a movie and it seemed like, yeah, that should be a play. I don't like this. Yeah. Um, or at least not like, I don't like it, but just like, I'm not impressed with this as a movie. Um, and then I was expecting to feel the same way about fences. Because um, you know, I know it's the same thing. It's it's this fantastic play. Uh, you know, it's usually going to be a pretty straightforward adaptation. I didn't know what to think about Denzel Washington as a director, and then I was like, actually pretty impressed. I definitely. I agree with their decision not to nominate him for best director because it definitely didn't deserve it. Okay. But uh, it was it was more interesting than the other two films that I saw, and I was absolutely blown away by Denzel and Viola. Like, I I'm a crier. I'm a, I'm a crier at movies. It's a thing. It's fine. Okay. But uh, with fences, I was like, oh, I'm not really expecting to cry, and if I do, you know, like it'll be a tear. Um, I like couldn't breathe. I sobbed so hard. (laughs) It just really messed me up. Uh, And I was just so impressed with it, honestly, on that level alone, like the acting in that movie is so good. So I was just like, I wasn't expecting Fences to be nearly as good as I thought it was. And that was a really pleasant surprise.
0: That's cool. That's one of my blind spots still. So um, as we get into the acting categories, I won't have as much to say. But Aaron, any other movies on here that you want to give some love to? Uh,
2: well, I mean, like based on my personal top 10 films of the year list, uh, I mean, my my highest strength that, that's here is Arrival and neither of you have mentioned that I don't think it has a shot to win uh, I, I think it, it may have a good chance of winning a few other categories uh, mm-hmm. but best picture is not one of them um, uh, I mean it's great though I mean it, it definitely deserves to be nominated and I'm glad it was uh, not that I was surprised that it was uh, but um, yeah I mean it's not gonna win. It's to it's two horse race
0: uh, yeah, I agree I, think- I agree um i love my hidden figures though too so uh happy that
1: that's what that's one of my blind spots and i really want to see that movie it's just delightful it's so that's what i want is that's what i want (laughs) you guys i had to watch fences and manchester by the sea back to back so i just cried for hours (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) That's,
2: that's pretty real at least both of those movies are like dynamic in their tones i mean they're not Fences is, I guess, is a little bit more consistently dour. Where uh, Manchester by the Sea is surprisingly funny uh, and just has a few really big dramatic moments. Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: there's like seven yeah. parts where I'm just like crying in my seat. So yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, sure, I laughed too, but then I also needed many Kleenexes. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: um, so let's talk a little bit about acting, and um, I'm gonna save some of the more I think, interesting acting categories for last. So let's bang out a couple that I think are probably foregone conclusions. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's start with supporting actress. We've got uh, Viola Davis for Fences, Naomi Harris for Moonlight, Nicole Kidman for Lion, Octavia Spencer for Hidden Figures, and Michelle Williams for Manchester by the Sea. I think I saw the uh, like betting odds uh, for uh, Viola Davis here as... Uh one to fifty, so like you would have to bet fifty dollars <laughs> to win one dollar um so th- of of every of all the big categories, that was the one that was um the least bang for your buck, and I think probably for good reason she's um overdue it would be an understatement, and uh, uh I think she's got it pretty locked down
1: I-, I think that it's a given because they nominated her. For best supporting, which I actually think is a massive insult and yeah. complete idiocy. She is the star of the movie. She has exact she has as many lines as Denzel. They are as impactful and as powerful. She gets monologues. She gets soliloquies basically. Like that shit they're calling her supporting is a fucking crazy. Yeah. And so I'm like, that just tells me that I'm like, how can any of those other people, like, stand a chance when she carries the movie? Like, it just seems <laughs> right. like they're doing that because they wanted to make sure she would win because I think they must know who they were rooting for for best actress and it wasn't going to be her, which is a little bit gross, yeah. but whatever. I, I, want I, I want her to win, though. I don't care. Her speeches when she wins are always lovely and I think she's great, so I hope she wins.
0: We're going to get there, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. uh, That's sort of, like, the big what-if I have on this whole um oscar year is what if viola was nominated for best actress instead of supporting actress because then you'd be looking at maybe a michelle williams win or uh maybe naomi harris win i don't really know i
2: I would if if she weren't there I, i think it would probably be have been naomi harris yeah. Um, even though that's not one of my favorite performances uh, of this category, might actually, be my least favorite performance in the category, uh, oh, to be quite honest. <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah, it's it's fine. I, I I and I'm not as uh, I don't have as much vitriol about Viola Davis being in this uh, category as Sarah does, obviously. And there are a few other. There's some uh, support. There's a supporting. Uh, Male uh, performance that I think is even worse uh, than this uh, than this Uh-oh. subjugation, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think it was obviously a a strategic push, but it's it, I think it's a very short sighted one. Uh, if she were in the uh, actress category, I think she probably would have been the favorite. That's um, I mean, too. Yeah, and I mean, I think. I don't know who the I don't know what who the producers for fences were, so I don't know uh, if maybe they had another actress um, or another film that they were trying to get a, a best actress for somewhere else that they thought they may. I, I don't know. Uh, it's not like one of those situations. Usually, you see this kind of situation when there's two strong, uh, either female or male performances in one movie. Like like we talked about before, like a Carol situation, uh, or right, uh, right. Uh, you know, I think that's sort of the major one from the last couple of years. But this isn't that, so I guess it is a little bit, a little less defensible in that way. Uh, it would have been, it certainly would have been interesting to see if if she were, uh, if they did push her for Best Actress uh, to kind of see who wouldn't. Have, I, I'm guessing it might have been Meryl Streep who would have been left out. But you never know. And that would have been interesting, too, because when everyone thought Viola Davis was going to win for the help, she lost to Meryl Streep. So that could have been an interesting, like, oh, God. sort of, uh, uh, I don't know, a, a subplot to the Bill awards that, that we didn't get the chance to
0: see. I still haven't, like, fully recovered from that, but we don't have to go there. <laughs> uh, so um, I think we're all predicting Viola. Is there anybody that, like, do you think Viola should win? I haven't seen it, so I can't say. Like, of the yeah. ones I've yeah. seen, I guess i probably prefer uh, Michelle Williams, um, even yeah. though it's only, like, two scenes, but they're phenomenal. Um, but, okay, Viola, I can't wait to see her. You think that she's going to bring it when it comes to the speech, Sarah?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: She's, on, she's on point when she's on the red carpet, so uh, I'm excited cool. for her.
0: She was great just introducing Meryl Streep at the Golden Globes.
1: She's great when she says words
0: or. Oh, yeah, no.
1: (laughs) uh, Or looks at things or just exists. I'm a big fan.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm a little giddy for myself. So, uh, super excited for this. Um, Let's do supporting actor. We've got uh, Mahershala Ali for Moonlight, Jeff Bridges, Hell or High Water, Lucas Hedges, Manchester by the Sea, Dev Patel, Lion, and Michael Shannon for Nocturnal animals uh Aaron I'm assuming that the uh category um or the uh, nominee here that you think is in breach of uh protocol would be Dev Patel yeah
2: it's it's this one this is the one where I'm just kind of like what (laughs) um and it's I mean okay I get it's a movie that's sort of split into two parts the first part is the the young boy who gets lost and is adopted And then the second half of the movie is the grown up version, Dev Patel, trying to find his family. So that kind of I I understand that that sort of makes it kind of complicated because you have two characters, you have two actors playing the same character and pretty much get the same amount of screen time. But this movie is about Dev Patel. I mean, if you took that character out of the film or if you, you know, cut the screen time or the plot for that character in half, it's not a movie. I mean, you can you could rewrite fences in a lot of ways and make the character uh make the violin I mean, I'm not saying it would be good, it would be a good, <laughs> but you could have a movie because so much of that film, I mean, you're you're getting it from you're getting at least you're getting more than fifty percent of that film, the perspective is through the Denzel Washington character. In Lion, if you don't, I mean, it's, it, I don't know, we don't have to talk about it anymore. It's just a very weird, strange thing. Uh, and he's good in it. I mean, he deserves the recognition. And it's, Lion is a film that's, it, it's getting a lot of, uh, it's getting a lot of recognition from the Academy. And it's, it's a good film. I mean, it's not one of my favorite films of the year. It's not one of my favorite nominated films of the year, but it's, it's a film that is, is better than, uh, you know, I I don't know what to say anymore. Better
0: than you think it is, because I yeah like, it, yeah I've had I I swear like maybe like seven separate times in the past like month like been going to my coat rack to get my coat to like go and drive and see Lion and every single time I'm just like I just like don't want to
2: yeah I mean how <laughs> I feel about it where yeah.
0: I'm just like like really I, like I, 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 I'm
1: sure I, it's fine I just don't care. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I recently went to see the Great Wall instead of Lion. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's in, for another podcast um yeah. but so Dev Patel um Aaron like uh I've heard I mean he won the BAFTA recently which I think people said was sort of an upset um for supporting actors so maybe he's like in the mix to win um he's also Hirshala, British so
2: I'm sure that yeah, had something to do with
0: and it's a British film um Herschel right. Ali has been the favorite for most of the season do you think that he takes it home still yeah I mean and
2: I hope he does he should he's it's the best Uh, Supporting Performance of the Year. Uh, Yeah, I mean, and he doesn't have uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson steal it away from him. So,
1: (laughs) yeah, I was just thinking of how angry I was.
2: People Um, hating on that. It's I don't like I don't like Aaron Taylor Johnson. I think he's pretty actively bad in most of the things he's in. I like him in nocturnal animals. I that think the
0: movie is it, just garbage, though. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> I, I, I I must like more. I must like it more than you did.
0: It's horrible. Um, it's yeah. Amy Adams reads
2: a book, and right. Aaron Taylor <laughs> Johnson takes
0: a shit, and Michael Shannon coughs. That's the movie. They have nice <laughs> costumes. It's terrible. She reads a book. It's horrible. That's um, read a book. Please, sorry. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, well, we don't have to go into Eric Taylor-Johnson because he's not nominated. Thankfully, Michael Shannon is the best thing about the movie. Um, Yeah, I think it's Mahershala Ali as well. Uh, He is my choice. If I was voting, uh, which I'm not, um, I also am super excited that Lucas Hedges made it in. I wasn't sure that he was going to, and uh, totally. I think he's delightful in Manchester by the Sea. Um, Sarah, what's your thoughts on the category, sort of as a whole?
1: Uh, yeah, I was super impressed with uh, Lucas Hedges in Manchester. Um, just, but that's not an easy role for a young person, and he crushed it. Uh, Jeff Bridges was sort of Jeff Bridges in Hell or High Water, so I'm kind of like whatever about
0: that. It was fun, it was fun. Yeah. but yeah, I, I kind of agree.
1: Um, and I have not seen the other two, but it doesn't matter because if anybody that's not uh, Mahershala Ali wins, I will probably put my fist through my television set. So <laughs>
2: you take this no, way I, too seriously, Sarah. You to put, like
1: <laughs> so, I, it's like it's like the only thing that I can get riled up about. Like it's <laughs> like other people have this thing. And people are like, I like sports. And I get excited when my team do good or bad. Uh, And I don't, I can't can't care. Like I literally can't care at all. So this is my one thing. So I like to take it super seriously, even though in the end, none of the awards actually matter or mean anything for the most part, in terms of like, is it actually rewarding, like the best art? Like usually not. (laughs) It's rewarding whatever had a budget or uh, somebody important (laughs) enough to push it to get nominated.
0: Um, So let's go to um, Best Actress and the nominees there are um, we've got Isabelle Huppert for Elle Ruth Negga for Loving Natalie Portman for Jackie Emma Stone for La La Land and Meryl Streep for Florence Foster Jenkins Um, I'm thinking here that we've got Emma Stone Um, I, I mean, I think all of you know that my heart belongs to Natalie Portman. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, come on. Um, Aaron, uh, I know you're a big fan of Elle, right?
2: I am, yeah. I would love for Isabel Hooper to win this. Mm -hmm. I think she has a shot.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
2: People have sort of been anointing since the Golden Globes Emma Stone. And it's almost got gone into the foregone conclusion, the way people a lot of people have been talking about it. I think she's I think Emma Stone is probably favored and should be favored to win.
0: Right.
2: But I I would definitely love if if Huppert had won. Of course, she won the Golden Globe. That's That's not entirely (laughs) surprising given she's a foreign actress and it's the foreign press, but she's had, I mean, such an amazing career. She's been in so many amazing movies and given so many amazing performances. And this is her first time nominated. Uh, So I would love to see, I would love to see her win. And Elle is, is, is a really crazy, great movie. And it's, I mean, it's basically just her. Uh, I, she's, she's, she is the movie. Um, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been. It's one of those kind of roles where you can't really see any other actress really doing this in the same way. Um, and that, I mean, that could be a knock on Emma Stone. I mean, that character is so broad uh, and, um, you know, that you. it could have been, it could have been a lot of different actresses. I think that's usually a pretty poor argument when it comes to who should win an, an acting award, an Academy Award. Um, but yeah, I, I would love it if pair won.
0: Sarah, where are you at with this one?
2: Well, my very informed
1: opinion, having seen only one of those movies, <laughs> is that I would like it to be not Emma not Stone. Emma Stone.
0: <laughs> I, I saw that one coming. Um,
1: um, but I also like, is it in Meryl Streep's contract as a human that she has to get nominated for like whatever bullshit she farts out?
2: she's exactly. really good in Florence. and you you've seen it you liked I've, it didn't you i've seen i it, i want to i, 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 wanna I enjoyed like,
0: it
1: yeah. i love meryl streep i'm a huge meryl streep fan but i just feel like that looks it looks like utter nonsense that she is nominated
0: no it is other nonsense like, like especially
1: I, considering like i mean i know it was like a smaller movie but um amy adams in Arrival, like I not nominated know. Like that seems kind of silly because it's like okay, well, it also seems like clearly Meryl Streep is not going to win for that. So if you had another opening where you just want to nominate something, I feel like that makes a lot more sense to me because I really thought she was great, like doing a lot of work with like a lot of subtle, a lot a, a subtle uh, role that required a lot of subtlety. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I don't really have a lot of thoughts. Um, All I know about Ruth Nega is that she was pretty cool on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um,
2: (laughs) She's really good, too. She's great. I think think she doesn't have a shot to win, uh, but if she did, I think that would be a great
0: surprise. She is uh, by far the best thing about that movie. And I didn't like that movie, but (laughs) I I thought her nomination was well-deserved, and I was thrilled that she uh, popped up because I wasn't sure she was going to. Um, so, uh, best actor, we've got Casey Affleck, Manchester by the Sea, uh, Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge, which we discussed a little bit, Ryan Gosling for La La Land, Viggo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic, and Denzel Washington for Fences. I'm, this is the category I'm most excited to see play out, because I actually have no idea how it's going to go. Um, Mm -hmm. for me, I think it comes down to three people, uh, Casey Affleck's been kind of the, um favorite for i think most of the season
2: yeah um, ever since sundance yeah really people um, were willing to give him the award right after sundance last year so
0: yeah. and then you've got denzel washington who uh won the sag awards somewhat surprisingly and and obviously yep. there's a lot of goodwill towards him and then i think that there's still a chance that you could see ryan gosling pop up as a surprise because it's yeah. a land uh yeah i agree night. with that Um, so, so I don't really, I haven't really decided, like, where I think it's gonna land, but, um, I've seen now, I guess you could say three and a half of these performances, um, Mm -hmm. everybody excluding Denzel and the second half of Hacksaw Ridge, and, (laughs) uh, I am definitely, uh, reluctantly, immorally, but, uh, predicting Casey Affleck, um,
1: that's a good I, it, way to
0: phrase that. Yeah, I mean, so the, you know, we're—I don't—I think we can talk about it. It's, there's the uh, sexual harassment allegations that have come to light since, uh, I guess, 2010, um, when he was on the set of the Joaquin Phoenix documentary. And um, I mean, I feel a little bit weird. Discussing like that, he's so amazing and wonderful in this movie, and that I want him to win golden awards and and have a long prosperous dude, career without dude, sort of nobody
1: yeah. is more mad about this than me.
0: I, like, yeah, please take. The I answer. was avoiding <laughs> Manchester by
1: the sea because I was like, I I'm not gonna go support this like like unapologetic Asshole. like sexual <laughs> harasser like taking no responsibility for himself in another movie about a bunch of white people, about how hard it is to be a man. I was like, I'm not going to go see it. And then I saw it and I was like, God damn it. That was very good. He was very good in it. And I cried a lot and I liked it. Shit.
0: (laughs) What do I do now? I know. It's, it's tricky. Um, he's yeah. And
1: it's not like, you know, I, I think it's totally fine to separate the artist um, from their art. Like, I, there's plenty yeah. of conversations about whether you agree with that or not. And I think that's all fine, whether you're staunchly like, no, if they're a terrible person, don't support their art. Or if you're like, well, I'm, I'm allowed to like things just because he's a bad guy i that's fine that's all fine i was just sort of like a oh there's a million other movies i want to see like do i really need to go out of my way to make time for this d-bag and then it just happened to be part of like the day that i went to the oscar showcase And i was like well you know if i'm gonna see it like i might as well see it this way and then i like fuck he's such a good actor he was so good in it
0: (laughs) (laughs) aaron um where where are you at with this category uh, well, we can't forget that the Academy gave
2: a uh, Best Directing win to Roman Polanski for The Pianist uh, yeah. when he literally could not enter the United States. Yeah. So I, I don't think that there's going to be too many reservations for a lot of voters. Oh, no, uh, I don't think so either. <laughs> if, I mean, if, if, if that were the reason why uh, Denzel would win, uh, why people think that Denzel might win over Casey Affleck, if that were the reason... I, I think that probably wouldn't be be it. So yeah, I think it'll be Casey Affleck too. Um the Tide has been turning away from him the last couple of months and, and Denzel is kind of I, I, I don't think Denzel's the front runner here, but uh yeah, like you said, he did win the SAG award, which was fairly surprising, but yeah, I think it'll be Casey Affleck. He's he's just that he's just I mean it's and it's interesting looking at those two performances, right? Because Affleck's is like eighty percent subtlety mm-hmm. and Washington's is like eighty percent like Yelling. Yeah, <laughs> like being big larger than life. You know, one right. is larger than life, the other is like completely understated. So it, it's two very different, very good, equally good performances. But yeah, I think it'll be I think it'll be Affleck. I'm, I'm surprised you you think Gosling has a chance. I don't think he really does. No, I think uh, he has not a not in this category. I mean, it, it would only have to be people blindly voting for La La Land, which I don't think people would do. I mean, uh, think Garfield that exactly should. that. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think they like uh, that Gosling too,
2: and I think Vigo is
0: oh, fine please. and fantastic, but oh, like oh, that, God, you that know, movie that's right. just a, you know,
2: it's not much of a movie to me. So.
0: That belongs in the Aaron Taylor Johnson shitter from <laughs> animals. If I'm being perfectly honest, <laughs> but whatever. I Vigo, he's a good actor, so I won't begrudge him a uh, nomination. And uh, Andrew Garfield, you know, we discussed. Yeah, that. I know. I know they gave Tom
2: Hanks the best best actor for Forrest Gump, but I don't know if if they're going to give Andrew Garfield a, a, a an award for Forrest Gump. So. <laughs>
0: Damn you, I wish I thought of that. (laughs) Um, So, uh, let's go on. Let's discuss briefly the uh, screenplay categories. Uh, We can probably just do them both in tandem. Um, Original screenplay, we've got Hell or High Water, La La Land, The Lobster, Manchester by the Sea, and 20th Century Women. Uh, And then in best adapted screenplay, Arrival, Fences, Hidden Figures, Lion, and Moonlight. Um, I'm looking at these and I'm thinking that... Uh, original is probably going to be between Manchester and La La Land and then Mm -hmm. adapted between uh, Moonlight and Arrival? Yeah. Does that sound right? I I agree. agree. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Sarah?
1: Adapted feels more, but maybe I just, I don't, I don't, I don't recall if screenplay awards have happened in any form somewhere. I'm not basically I haven't been following it so I don't know what the buzz around it is but I'm looking at what nom- <laughs> I'm looking at what's nominated and I'm just like I have no idea like what they're mm-hmm. going to go with and I see multiple multiple good options like I think Arrival oh, is yeah. just as good an option as Moonlight I think Fences is an amazing option, obviously. I think Hidden Figures and Lion just have a really good chance because people just really have a lot of warm warm feelings about those movies, and sometimes that can guide, but they decide wins. But uh, I don't know. I hope it's a, a category that Moonlight can win for. I would like to see Barry Jenkins get up there. Um, that would be nice. And accept something. But I, I, that, I would not be devastated if it went somewhere else as long as... Um, well, not even as long as. I just think all of those are pretty interesting answers. And I, I don't know anything about Lion or Hidden Figures to say whether it, like they quote-unquote deserve it or not. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. they're all interesting options. So.
2: These, I think, are two really hard categories to confidently predict. I think it'll be Moonlight and Adapted. I, I, I would want Arrival to win, I think, personally. Uh, but I think it's going to be Moonlight I could also see Fences Hmm. because it's, I mean, it's adapted by the late August Wilson in his play is very loved and it's a really good transition on the page to the screen Mm -hmm. more so than it is in other ways. I mean, Hmm. I think the, I think the, the screenplay, I'll restate that. I think the screenplay translate translates better to the movie than other aspects of the film translate from the stage to the screen. Uh, and I mean, that's kind of obvious since it's. I mean, it's it's a dialogue movie. As far as original screenplay goes, I would love nothing more than the lobster to win oh this. God. <laughs> yeah, <absolutely.
1: laughs>
2: because I think that is the best most interesting and creative original screenplay
0: of the year. Uh, Of the century, please. It doesn't (laughs) have
2: a chance. I mean, it doesn't have a chance. So I think it's probably either going to be Manchester by the Sea or La La Land. (sighs) Again, here is going to be one of those litmus tests on whether Mm -hmm. it's just going to be a sweep for La La Land. If that is just the way it's going to be, then I could totally see La La Land winning. But I think some of the other nominees here are more obviously adept at being recognized as the, the best screenplay of the year.
0: Yeah. And I,
2: I think this could be one of those push. I mean, in screenplays, a lot of times you'll see the little the little movie that isn't going to win the big awards wins this. I mean, you know, it's like the Spike Jones Lifetime Achievement Award. <laughs> uh, so, it, I mean, it could totally, I think it, for that reason, it could totally be Manchester by the Sea.
0: I hope so. Uh, even though I'm on the record for loving La La Land, I think that in terms of screenplay, there's no contest between those two movies. Yeah,
2: I mean, it,
0: you know, we, we definitely feel differently about La La
2: Land than Sarah does, but I think even we would admit that if you're ranking the, the parts of La La Land that make screenplay. it a great film, yeah. the screenplay isn't
0: one of them. No, they could be like just doing raspberries with their tongue, and like I like <laughs> the movie, and like the words are just just whatever. <laughs> um, it's not, not it's not a
2: particularly bad screenplay, but it just right. It's not, and then of course you can joke that it's an original screenplay, but it's a very broad, you know, yeah. nostalgic <laughs> type of movie. Uh, whereas some of these other things are are, are wildly original.
0: Yeah. Um, Love 20th Century Women. I'm really happy yeah, that it show. Yeah, it's a up. good good screenplay too, yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, I think the last few categories we want to touch on, uh, just a little bit. Best Animated Feature, we've got Kubo and the Two Strings, Moana, My Life is a Zucchini, which I don't know what that's about. Um, comes out. It,
2: it's not out in theaters yet. I think it comes to Chicago in a few weeks.
0: So you can tell us about it then. Uh, the Red <laughs> Turtle and Zootopia. Um, I've only seen two of these movies, uh, Kubo and Zootopia. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, I don't have strong feelings about it either, frankly. Uh, Aaron, have you seen um, a plurality here?
2: Well, I, so I've seen Moana as well. Yeah, I think the Red Turtle is playing in Chicago now. I just haven't had the chance to see it. I hear, it's, I hear it's wonderful. Yeah, uh, it's it's so. it's sort of co- co-produced by Studio Ghibli, which is. I mean, it's one of my favorite production houses in the world, like of all time. Yeah. Um. But I mean, uh, you know, I feel like anime. I feel like as far as animated, the animated category throughout the years, obviously they highlight the big, you know, Disney, Pixar movies typically. But I feel like there's always at least one or two interesting, good animated films that they put in there that oh, yeah. you don't expect to see. So. Good on the Academy for for nominating these two, which I feel like most people would have never heard of if it weren't for these nominations.
0: For sure. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, but
2: I I think it'll be Kubo. Um I could see uh I I like Moana more than I like Zootopia. Mm -hmm. I could see either of them win, but I think if they're taking just a look at the craft and I don't know if that's always what they're looking at when they when they vote on animated films. I think it has to be Kubo, and I don't think Laika's won before.
0: So that that would no, be they interesting. haven't. That so, would be okay. interesting. And you also had uh, Kubo pop up in Best Visual Effects, which was really cool. So which is awesome. Maybe that yeah. suggests some uh, broader love for that movie. Yeah, um, at least
2: at least we don't have another one of those years where one of the animated films are also nominated for Best Picture, and it's yeah, like that well. <laughs> Okay, so I guess we have a little bit of a race here, but I think I, it'll be good. I think, so. well. I think uh,
0: that's one or two. Best documentary feature we've got, Fire at Sea, I Am Not Your Negro, Life Animated, O.J. Made in America, and 13th. Uh, Sarah, have yeah. you seen any of these?
1: O.J.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm glad. I, that I don't know right.
1: how strong its chances are, but just... Oh, uh,
2: it's, it's going to win. Oh,
1: good. I was going to so, Yeah. I just love it so much. And I just think it's the best. Like
0: <laughs> it was my number one uh, movie of last year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, it was honestly like once I realized I was like, well, Hey, if the Academy is calling it a movie, I'm calling it a movie. And it was my <laughs> number one
0: of last year. It was like
1: yeah. OJ then Moonlight. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
0: It's just, it's such a, just amazing thing. I, I don't, I, I don't know if it's going to win. I I sort of thought 13th is going to win, but um, I mean, that would be, I'd be really happy about that too. Mm-hmm. Ava DuVernay okay. gets an Oscar. It's a great movie. It's on Netflix if you haven't seen it. Um, I'm Not Your Negro is a really good movie too. Yeah. Um, I'm just like super thrilled with this lineup. I haven't seen Fire at Sea yet. Life Animated is uh, fine. Uh, mm-hmm. It's on Amazon. It's... If you want to see <laughs> Life
2: Animated, I when I watched that, I, I the first like one of the, the first things that that came to mind is how interesting is it that one of the most touching moments in the year of cinema came from gilbert godfrey <laughs> <laughs> i mean just yeah, that right. <laughs> just that deserves life animated to to get a nomination That's yeah really i mean there, there are definitely documentaries that i would have liked to see nominated above life animated uh, but yeah, it's, it's,
0: it's, it's a, it's
2: a very heartwarming, charming movie for sure.
0: Yeah. Roger w- Ross Williams directed it. He is from the town I live in. So I'm, I'm really, oh, happy really? For him. yeah, yeah. Huh. He's a, he's a local guy here. So, um, so is three, the- uh,
2: three African-American directors featured yeah. in this. Uh,
0: yeah. Really just a-
2: super duper cool. I love this line. Uh, um, Fire at Sea, I think a lot of people liked more than I did. Uh, it's yeah. a very, um, it's definitely a notable movie because it's about refugees. Uh, so there, there's definitely a timeliness to it, but mm-hmm. I wasn't crazy about it. Um, I think it, I, I would be surprised if OJ didn't win. I think there's been too much, uh, too many people of that. I mean, that that's OJ Made in America is one of the few things, uh, pieces of entertainment this year that there, there were few pieces of entertainment this year that were talked about more than OJ. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I'll, I'll, I'll see it that way. Uh, I think it's, I mean, I think it's one of the touchstones of, of this year. Culturally, uh, I would be surprised. if it didn't.
0: That'd make me happy. Um, so finally, let's wrap up uh, with best foreign language film and then use this sort of to transition, I think to, some other discussions about the Oscar ceremony. Um, the nominees here are Land of Mine from Denmark, A Man Called Ove, or Ove? Ove. 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 Okay. Sweden. I heard it has Ove on NPR.
1: Oh, like... really? I'm, I'm
2: pretty sure it's Ove. But...
1: Yeah, I'll trust you. You, you I... probably saw it. I,
2: I saw it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, so let's go with Aaron.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, got... I, could, I could be wrong, I don't know. We've got The Salesman from Iran, Uh, Tana from Australia and then Tony Erdmann from Germany. Um, If you asked me like uh, three weeks ago what was going to win, I would have said Tony Erdmann and it wasn't even close. Now Mm. I'm starting to think that uh, sentiment is leaning towards the salesman um, because uh, obviously the big news here is that Oscar Farhadi won't be coming to the ceremony. Voted before that, though, right? No, I don't think so. I think voting wrapped up after the travel ban, yeah. Okay. Um. So I, that like, what would you be guys... interesting. Yeah. Uh, I I really like the salesman. Did you see it, John? No, I haven't seen anything in this category.
2: Oh, really? Okay. I've seen three of them. Yeah. This is all on you then, Aaron, you're carrying yeah, this.
0: So, so just real quick, Aaron, tell us what you think about <laughs> the films that you saw and then kind well, of, yeah, go ahead.
2: I feel like foreign language film is like the most unpredictable category year yeah. to year because it's it's rarely the like well, for one thing it's it's very rarely like the, the best foreign
0: language movies,
2: yeah, I mean, just the way that the the films are the process of nomination i mean
0: it, it
2: goes to show once the ino- nominations were out, one of the thing that one of the things that the sort of film Twitter went crazy about is that the handmaiden wasn't nominated Well, it wasn't even up Submitted. for nomination <laughs> yeah. because South Korea didn't promoted as their their choice, you know. So a lot of times you kind of see these middle of the road kind of... Uh, not middle of the road, it's not the way to say it, but they're, they're hardly ever the most dynamic or like challenging foreign language films, which At least typically three of them are, about are the ones... Yeah, and I mean, typically those are the ones that show up on top ten lists and they're like beloved by the critics. So in that way, I could definitely see A Man Called Ove or Ove win. Uh it's a it's a it's a fine movie. It's I, I guess it's based on a, a very popular novel from Sweden, uh, and it's you know it's like a grumpy old man kind of learns to love kind of movie. Oh, I love So, those. Yeah, I mean you know it's it, it sets a particular mood. I, I think the Salesman's really good. I, I love Asghar Fahadi. It's not one of my favorite of his though, and he's won before. So yeah. I, I mean I know that doesn't really matter, but. I feel like most people think it should be Tony Erdman, and I, I would I I could definitely co-sign with that. It's such a weird movie. <laughs> um but it's also like it's weird in ways that aren't like necessarily challenging in the ways that some foreign language films might be. I mean, it's a comedy, so in that way it might be able to be embraced by uh a majority of the Academy. And and I'm pretty sure now. It's changed recently that all of the Academy members vote on foreign language films. So I think that's a a recent development. So I don't know how that might influence uh, what might win here. But I think it it, it should be Tony Erdman. And and I think that would be a good good
0: pick. And then, of
2: course, uh, we'll have a remake in a couple of years that that everyone
0: else will will get to see. Yeah, that will be something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so this whole Oscar Farhadi, um, situation has me w- wondering how Hollywood is kind of going to deal with the Trump effect of the, at this year's Oscar ceremony. And, um, I'm not really expecting too much, uh, earnest, hard-hitting political commentary from Jimmy Kimmel. Um, But but I'm willing to be surprised. Uh, I think that in terms of people who are probably going to win awards, we had discussed earlier Viola um, doing something uh, meaningful because she always does because she's perfect. And uh, Mm -hmm. I think that uh, Mahershala Ali gave a really good speech at the SAG Awards Um, that if he wins, I think that we can expect something, um, thoughtful from him. Like anything else that you're kind of expecting on this front, uh, Aaron?
2: (laughs) Well, is there any way that we can give David Harper an Academy Award? That's just, that's what I was for. (laughs) I I mean, I don't know. I don't care how you do it. Like, you know, if, if he just wants, if, if. You know, someone who's in, you know, the I don't know, the sound design or sound mixing or something. If they if they if they want to just, you know, get dedic- you know, let let David Harbor speak for them. Of course, that that would be a good thing. <laughs> Only <if> one out <laughs> of there, gets there to one on There's one, <laughs> there one chance that we get to see these people, and I want them to turn it over to David Harbor. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think it'll. I, I feel like they're, Probably will be some tension uh, early on, and part of that might be in the opening uh, segments before we get uh, any winners. Let's see now. Usually Best Supporting Actress is the first award, right? Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Either
2: Best Supporting Actress or Best Supporting Actor. and I mean, either if either of those go to the favorites, then that first speech might be <laughs> really ours. just set set the tone um for the rest of the night which is interesting uh i mean you know i it all depends on who wins but i think uh i think yeah i think we'll see some i think people are interested in in seeing what the speeches are going to be so that might add some more pressure for people to to be a little bit more political than they may have been yeah. I also
1: think we can count on uh, Best Doc considering the political nature of four of the nominees. Yeah. <laughs> like, unless they give it to Life Animated to just be like, <laughs> we don't want to deal with listening to you guys. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I think if, if OJ or Thirteenth win, then I I don't know. I would be very surprised if there wasn't some sort of political statement, just like based on what they they discuss. So.
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously, more so if it were Ava DuVernay. I don't know if Ezra Edelman would. Yeah,
1: I don't know anything about him.
2: He did a really interesting uh, interview with uh, someone from The Ringer on uh, the Ringer, one of the Ringer podcasts, and it's definitely worth a listen. Uh, He's a very, I mean, he's a very bright dude. He Mm -hmm. obviously, (laughs) with his sort of big and bold and broad, and how many different political and, and philosophical things that OJ touches on he he's he's a smart dude so uh he might he might go he might go somewhere in there
0: yeah Barry Jenkins if he hopefully uh gets up there um mm-hmm. would I, I think you know uh say something important and notable uh maybe, or maybe we'll see Damien
2: Chazelle thanks mom uh, yeah i was going to say yeah. if
1: uh <laughs> or if it, maybe Or maybe we'll get to see Casey Affleck call himself his greatest inspiration. That would be great.
0: That would be something. Uh, (laughs) Or maybe we'll get to see uh, Mel Gibson win uh, Best (laughs) Director. And just just be
1: super anti-Semitic. It'll be great.
0: Um, But anything else um, about the ceremony that you guys are excited about, Sarah?
1: The pretty dresses count because that's yeah. that's really where the rest of my interest lies. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of the the meme that I've seen of Viola Davis where it's just somebody shouting. Uh, she has no signature color. Her signature color is every color. It's like a <laughs> rainbow of her and all of her like red carpet dresses. And I'm like, you're so pretty, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, although Ruth Ruth Negga has actually been wearing some like. Really, next level, beautiful, interesting dresses. So yeah. I'll be excited to see what she
2: wears too.
0: Cool. All right, Aaron, are you? Who are you excited to see uh, their dress on Sunday? No one in particular that I can pick <laughs> up, but I
2: don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm becoming less and less jazzed about the Oscars every year. Actual ceremony. Jazz
0: because of La La Land. Because I don't no. appreciate that. Get <laughs> it?
1: jazz. <laughs>
0: that that was that was, that was Ryan Gosling
1: invented it.
0: You're trying to be a revolutionary, and I'm just trying to be a No, He just wants okay? to save it, sir. He's not out <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> So, um yeah, so why why do you think you're less excited about them this year?
2: Uh not necessarily just this year. I think just a trend, you know, just a trending thing. Um I I'll, I'll watch it, but you know, I don't know. I don't. You really podcast for
0: an hour about it, so you can't be too down.
2: Well, I I, mean, I, I like talking about the movies and everything. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm just, I I'm not. I mean, it's not a must view as far as a ceremony goes for me. I I would rather. I mean, I would much rather just spend my time watching some movies instead of watching the Oscars. But you know, it's an event, and Twitter's the funnest part about it. Twitter is so. the funnest part about it dumb jokes on twitter so i'll be doing that <laughs>
0: um yes i'll be there too um maybe we can tweet from uh, the sin essential account
2: oh that's not a bad idea
0: um so uh i guess we'll wrap things up there and uh well thank you for listening you can follow us on twitter at the sin essential and maybe you'll see some funny oscar jokes from uh, the three of us and uh you can also check out our content on various movies at com. You're listening to this in the middle of our week dedicated to Fritz Lang's M, and we will actually have another podcast coming to you in just a few days discussing that movie, which uh, we had a lot of fun doing. And um, next week we've got uh, coverage on All About Eve, which is another big uh, historical Oscar movie, uh, probably enough. And so uh, so that'll be really fun. we, We
2: we may on that Monday when we start, when we start our coverage of all about Eve, we might have company for it in terms of Oscar history. So we'll yeah. see if it's kind of a happy coincidence. It, te- it definitely wasn't planned out that way, but, uh, it's a good week
0: to cover that movie. Yeah, I think so. And, um, I think uh, that's thank
2: you to the Hemingbirds for the use of our
1: theme song.
0: Yes, indeed. Half second from the album, half second. And, uh, go subscribe on iTunes. Just search for the essential. And, uh, download some episodes, leave us a review. We appreciate the feedback. And uh, with that, we'll say goodbye and talk to you again soon.